Hello, and welcome to Radical Candor, a podcast from Panoply and Gretchen Rubin's Onward Project about how not to hate the boss you have or be the boss you hate. I'm Russ Laraway, co-founder of Candor, Inc., and career-long operational manager across the Marines, Google, and Twitter. And I'm Kim Scott, co-founder of Candor, Inc., former executive at Google and Apple. I'm also the author of Radical Candor, Be a Kick-Ass Boss Without Losing Your Humanity. Before we jump into this week's episode, we want to quickly go back to some of the advice we gave in Episode 5, Career Conversations. Uh, We introduced the idea of the life story conversation, where you get to know your employee by saying something like, starting with kindergarten, tell me about your life. A listener pointed out to us that we had failed to remind managers that not everyone feels comfortable talking about their childhood. So this listener pointed out to us that a lot of people have really unhappy childhoods, and they really don't want to talk about them. This particular listener had actually been abused as a child. So the last thing she wanted to do was have a manager who was going to ask intrusive questions. Her recommendation to us was really useful. Basically, what she suggested was to be very sensitive to the signals that somebody is sending you. And if they seem the slightest bit uncomfortable, say, well, let's start with grad school. And The advice for the person facilitating this conversation is people that don't want to talk about an aspect of their life will drop a boundary. They might drop it subtly. They might drop it very clearly. But when they do, you need to honor that boundary and just move on. You can get a lot of sort of quality insight about what people care about by skipping even a very large chapter of their life. For some, it's their childhood. For some, it might have been a dark period in their career where things did not go the way they wanted. Maybe they're embarrassed about a choice that they made, uh, et cetera, et cetera. There are a lot of things that maybe someone wouldn't want to talk about in sort of this intimate setting. Listen carefully for the boundary being drawn and honor that boundary every single time. For folks that might be on the receiving end of this conversation, just drop the boundary and just something very simple like, you know, this is a period of my life I don't want to share and talk about. Can we move on? And hopefully the other person skilled enough to say, Roger that, let's move on. We'll pick this up in college or we'll pick this up in grad school, whatever, or wherever, you're comfortable. wherever you're comfortable. So really good question. Thank you very much for asking it. We get asked it all the time. The only thing I just don't want to discourage managers from trying this process for fear of this this occurring because truly the experience has been for high 90s percent of the time an extremely positive experience for both people. Listen for the boundary, honor the boundary. Thanks again for the comment, listener. Now, on to this week's episode. This week, Friday, March 3rd, is Employee Appreciation Day. Showing appreciation for your employees is so important. So today we're going to talk about appreciating people on your team, your direct reports. Um, But appreciation is not just for managers to give to their direct reports. You can also use these ideas for your peers, your cross-functional partners, even your boss um, in a way that doesn't sound or feel like kissing up. Right. Never kiss up. And so on today's show, we're going to share three things. First of all, why so many bosses don't show their direct reports their appreciation. Secondly, how some bosses, well-intentioned though they may be, have shown appreciation in the wrong way. And three, we're going to wrap up with a canner checklist. We've got some real specific ideas for how you can best show appreciation to your employees this week. So let's get started. One of the sort of guiding ideas for this, I, I love the show Parks and Rec, um, and Leslie Nope is the main character, played by Amy Poehler. 
And they had a great quote in one of those episodes that I think really sort of supports the idea of appreciating your employees. Uh, This is her quote. She said, Teddy Roosevelt said, far and away, the best prize that life has to offer is a chance to work hard at work worth doing. And I would add that what makes work worth doing is getting to do it with people that you love. I hear that's a great show. It is. I'm going to watch it one day. And yes, it really is a gift to love your job and the people you work with. I certainly agree with that sentiment. And a big key to loving both your work and your colleagues is to cultivate a sense of appreciation and not just to feel it, but to show it. Yeah, take a few minutes just to show it. Yeah. And unfortunately, not all bosses do this. There's a survey conducted by Sirota Consulting, and it found that only 51% of employees were satisfied with the recognition or appreciation that they got after a job well done. So, So half were satisfied. Yes. So half weren't? Yeah. And these were not small surveys, Russ. Two and a half million employees in guess how many countries? Oh, 89? 89. Oh, wow. Genius. So the question here is why aren't all bosses expressing appreciation? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think there are probably, there's probably a large number of reasons why this doesn't happen. Let's but, boil it down to three. All right, yeah, I think we can get down to three. <laughs> I think I think first and foremost, um, I just think they forget. Yeah, people are busy. Yeah, people are so busy that it just doesn't necessarily cross their mind. They're balancing their workload. Uh, they've got their management load. They got demands from their boss. Um, they might be focused on just like concrete tasks or numbers or outcomes, and they just don't think about taking the time to show appreciation. And they may not even realize that it's necessary. I think another reason, the second reason why bosses often don't show appreciation is fear. So why is it scary to show appreciation? Seems sort of counterintuitive. But often I've I've worked with a lot of people who've said they're afraid they'll praise the wrong thing. They'll say the wrong thing. They'll praise the wrong part of the work, not the most important part of the work. I've done that. Yeah, I've done that too. We've all done that. Uh, and, and so praise is, and, and appreciation are, are sort of hard to, to show. Also, they're afraid they won't look genuine. They'll, they're afraid they'll look like they're kissing up or showing favoritism or something. Another common thing that some of the managers I've worked with have said is that they're afraid if they show too much appreciation, they'll actually encourage people just to rest on their laurels instead of to keep trying. Yeah, which, I've heard that a ton. Yeah, I mean, I think the exact opposite is true, but but that's a common a common fear. And sometimes people are afraid that they'll look stupid if they show appreciation, right? Because it, it's easy to look smart when you're criticizing people, but Yeah, you found the wrinkle. You yeah, found the Exactly. Yeah. Uh but but you can you can show appreciation in a way that doesn't make you look like a dummy. So there's nothing to fear there. in giving, showing appreciation. In fact, there's something to fear and not. What yeah. do you think the third reason is, Russ? Yeah, I'd say just misunderstanding. I think a lot of people don't know exactly what appreciation or recognition for a job well done even looks like. And so, for example, someone might think that showing appreciation or recognition is just like babying someone's ego or trying to make them feel good. Maybe their boss hasn't shown them a lot of appreciation. They, yeah. have, they don't have a good example of it. Yeah, it's also also possible. Bottom line is showing appreciation is important. It's core to your job as a manager because a good relationship with each of your direct reports is going to help you do your job. 
And if you don't appreciate the things that they do for the team and for you, then you're not going to have a good relationship. Agree. So showing appreciation, we think, is crucially important. Um, But you got to do it the right way. Yeah. In fact, quick story about a manager who didn't show a lot of sincerity when showing appreciation. So what happened was this guy had been told by several people that he wasn't showing enough appreciation. And he was super busy. And he sort of, he made the mistake of thinking that appreciation was sort of like babying people's egos. And it was something he needed to check off his list. It wasn't something he genuinely felt. And so when bonus time came around, he asked his HR person to make him a cheat sheet of all the people who are getting paid a bonus. And this was at a big company that was doing really well. And so the money was meaningful. It was a lot of money. So he gets this checklist of the projects that the people are working on so that when he hands them their bonus letter telling them they're getting this huge pile of money, he can say congratulations on X, Y, or Z project, right? And then he has his his assistant schedule a series of 15-minute meetings back to back to back over the course of three hours one afternoon. And so what happens is this this friend of mine reports walking into his office. The guy sort of looks down in his cheat sheet to see what time it is and who this person is. He doesn't even know this guy's name. And let's call him Charlie. And so he looks he looks down at his sheet. He says, hello, Charlie. And then he looks back down at his sheet to see what Charlie has worked on. He's like, congratulations on the uh, XYZ project. And then he hands Charlie this this letter. Oh, my gosh. And Charlie said, you know, I thought it was impossible to pay me a lot of money and make me feel worse at the same time. But this manager pulled it off. Just, I mean, it feels terrible that like they, they, they when the boss does not know your name done, or what you're work, working on. <laughs> that feels awful. There's, yeah. No appreciation in that. I'd rather just get the check in the mail, right? And and like not have my nose rubbed in the fact that the boss doesn't know me or my work, right? That, that's yeah. That's uh, it was a painful story. That's sad. <laughs> um, and I think the saddest thing about it was that this boss, he didn't like if he had been aware of all the great work that was happening, he would have been a happier guy. He would have had more fun at work. You know, the, it all starts with like that genuine delight that you get when the people around you are doing stuff that you could never do alone. Yeah. I wish every manager could feel that, that genuine feeling of happiness when people on your team succeed. And that'd be, that'd be a much better world. Right. Let's now dive into the candor checklist with some specific tips for showing appreciation that you can put into action right away. Tip number one, tell people why their work matters so much. Take a moment to share something that you know that they may not know about why their work matters so much, not just to you, but to the broader team. Sometimes this can be as simple as just passing along a compliment about their work that you heard somebody else share. There's nothing that seems more sincere than a compliment behind one's back. Another thing you can do is just share some analysis that puts the work in context and shows why even something that seems kind of small might have a big impact. Yeah, I'd say in addition to that, Kim, just praising the work that people have done 
it, it just shows that you notice when they're doing something great, shows that you appreciate their contributions. I think it's common that people feel like, geez, the boss always seems to notice when I get something wrong, but never seems to notice when I get something right. It's probably not actually true, but that's how it feels to people. So really remember that you're demonstrating that you notice what happened and you get to demonstrate what's valued. So this week, just think of one piece of specific and sincere praise that you can give to each person on your team. That's it. One piece of specific and sincere praise that you can give to each person on your team. And if you're not getting any love from your boss, try showing some love to your boss. Specifically, of course, and sincerely. (laughs) (laughs) Not if you don't mean it Um, or feel it. Tip two, celebrate milestones. A great way to show that you appreciate the contributions of your team is to celebrate milestones and remind everyone of the progress that they've made. When we worked at Google, I'll never forget when Gokul Rajaram, who's one of my favorite people on earth, he's a product manager now at, at Square. Wonderful human being. Yeah, but at the time he was, he was leading a product for AdSense. He ordered a cake with $1 million written on it. Written on it. Written on the Not cake. Not a million dollars on the cake. No, no. Unfortunately, okay. that would have been a good celebration. Yeah. No, just in frosting. It okay. said $1 million. Chintzy. Yeah, but it was awesome to celebrate a big AdSense milestone. And he used that cake to gather kind of an impromptu celebration of this milestone, but also as as a way to gather an audience to praise the work of the people on his team. So you might not be able to pull off a Steve Jobs-like keynote presentation at WWDC, but I bet you you can order a cake you, with something funny written on it. Yeah, you probably order a cake with, <laughs> with something written in the frosting. You can, you, can, you can do that. You too can pull that off. Okay, tip number three, send handwritten thank you notes. Again, always remember, guiding principle is always the same, specific and sincere. And Kim, I think you have a really fun example of a handwritten thank you note. Yeah, you know, I, I have spoken to not one, not two, but three mentors who have all told me towards the end of their careers that they've had a, a similar experience. They walked by somebody's somebody's office and saw a, a note they had written 10 years ago still tacked on on the wall. Or what one one man who I who I was speaking to told me that he had gone out to dinner at an employee's house and a note he had written years before was like framed actually so these kinds of notes mean an awful lot to people and each of these three men told me in separate conversations you know i wish i had written more thank you notes over the course of my career so write the thank you notes doesn't take a long time yeah i can i can attest to this i've i'm thinking just as i was leaving twitter I received a few of these and um, they all had actually the ones that were the best. You know, I'm thinking about notes from 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 Tiffany and Lindsay and they were very specific and uh, I saved them for a long time. In fact, I know I can put my fingers on on those two specific notes right now. You still have them. Um, because there, there's so many reasons why, but but they were very specific about what they appreciated, and it just meant the world. It just meant the world to me. So this is a really, really great way to show appreciation that seems to really stick with people. Again, not hard to do. So, so easy. Yeah. I mean, you could even just write them on a crappy piece of eight and a half by 11 paper. It doesn't even have to be gorgeous stationery. Okay. Although it's always nice to order some stationery. My mother would tell you. Okay. I wouldn't order, even- Order would, the stationery. I'm going to get you some stationery, Russ. Okay. I wouldn't know where to get it. Okay. Um, My so, mother, in fact, is going to buy you some stationery. All right. Well, please- she's good, she's good at that. Please tell her thank you in advance. Okay. 
So to recap, tip number one, tell people why their work matters so much. So be specific about what mattered, but also remember to tell them why, to give them the context. It helps them see that their work might be bigger than they originally thought. Number two, celebrate milestones. Tip number three, send some handwritten notes. Again, be specific and sincere, um, but a handwritten note for some reason, this tangible expression seems to really stick with people and they often keep these things with them for, for years. So this is just a starting point and I'm sure many of you listeners also have great ideas for showing appreciation. Tweet us at Candor with your techniques and remember this week to show your appreciation for the people you work with. One piece of praise for each person on your team, specific and sincere. We've gotten a few comments from listeners that they find the candor checklist really helpful, but they listen during a commute or on a run and can't always remember all of the tips. Not to worry. There's a solution to this problem. We have show notes for each episode on our website, so you can always go to RadicalCandor.com slash podcast to read those notes and get the tips. You know, just in the spirit of employee appreciation, this idea right here about the show notes is a great opportunity to just express appreciation for Elise. Elise Lockhart, who is amazing. Yeah, she's our marketing person. She does a lot of stuff. She's on the other side of the glass for every one of these episodes. And the reason why this matters, we didn't fully understand until listeners wrote in and said, hey, I don't get a chance to write this stuff down. Is there a place? I and she's like, yeah, I'm doing show notes. And um, so we were able to solve a problem, She, she as she generally Not does. Not we, she. She was able to proactively <laughs> solve a problem that, that you and I didn't even know was going to come about, but somehow she had anticipated. So, so there you go. So adding more value for our listeners um, by having the show notes available um, so that they don't have to crash on the highway by trying to write down <laughs> yeah, these things while they're driving. That's really important. And also yeah. like always 10 steps ahead of us is she Elise. Is. And so there she is, Elise Lockhart avoiding highway deaths. <laughs> Saving <Okay>. lives. <laughs> Saving lives. Saving um, lives. Now let's announce this week's Candor t-shirt winner. As you know, we're doing a t-shirt giveaway for listeners who leave us reviews on iTunes. So to enter, all you have to do is go to iTunes and leave us a review. Each episode, we're randomly selecting a listener from the reviews and giving them a Candor t-shirt. This week's winner is D. Papov. D. Papov writes, I started listening to this podcast out of curiosity, and I was unexpectedly surprised by how insightful and useful the information is. I found myself actually following the recommended checklist in the episodes and already see positive changes in my team's culture and relationships. I would highly recommend this podcast for any manager that wants to up their game and better realize where his or her own gaps are. You know what I you know what I love about this comment? What? All of the this guy was nothing but skeptical from the start. Right. I mean or gal, I'm not sure. Sorry, D Papov. Nothing, Dimitri, I think this is Dimitri. Probably Dimitri, good guess. Nothing but skeptical. Actually works, unexpectedly surprised. No it's, offense taken. We're really glad it's helping. It's awesome. It's sort of like my my cousin Henry at the end of Thanksgiving dinner announced, this was unexpectedly delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Dimitri, or D. Papov. Please email us at podcast at radicalcandor.com to claim your T-shirt. And that's it for Radical Candor. Our producer is Kristen Meinzer. Thanks also to Laura Mayer and Andy Bowers at Panoply. Our theme song is written and performed by Cliff Goldmacher. Our website is RadicalCandor.com. And the Radical Candor book is available for pre-order at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Book Passage, and your local bookseller. 
Uh, it'll be your handbook for leadership, I promise. If you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend. A lot of you have been sharing on Twitter and LinkedIn and Facebook, so thank you so much. Also, make sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. It is so helpful to our show. Radical Candor is part of the Onward Project, which also includes Side Hustle School and Happier with Gretchen Rubin. Confession. Gretchen is a dear old friend of mine who's given me a ton of great advice over the years, and I really am grateful for it. But I'm not plugging her podcast just because she's a friend. I'm plugging it because her advice has made me so much happier, and I know it can make you happier, too. I really recommend listening to her podcast. Yeah, I, I agree. I've, I've listened to a lot of episodes, and I've said it before. I, the interplay between her and her sister is legitimately hilarious. So check out all the shows on the Onward Project. This is Kim Scott. And I'm Russ Laraway. We'll talk to you next time. And thank you for listening.